Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The JLE Experience. I own the copyright music. Facebook, don't delete or mute nothing. Welcome to the season 10 premiere. Wow. Season 10. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> Just let that sing in, people. I rebooted the show March 26, 2021. Through God's grace. We had season 10 premiere with another amazing guest. So we have the amazing speaker, survivor, stylist, CEO, owner of Survivor's Corner and 49 Rose, author Kimberly Willis. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. Pretty, pretty awesome. No good, good. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be the premiere of season 10. Good yeah, and, and we got some new tech, everybody. It can stream from my guests platforms well yes so we it's working to... i checked nice see we're right with this tech over here pretty awesome <laughs> oh i guess i should um let people be able to watch it on my facebook well while i'm doing that first question what led you to this path oh what led me to this path is my own personal journey with cancer so i graduated from experienced university I'm a stage three breast cancer <laughs> survivor. And I was diagnosed at the age of 34. I did not have the gene, nor does it run in my family. And the path that I got to Survivor's Corner was, you know, I really asked God about, you know, what was going on? Why did I get cancer so young? Especially, you know, with that disease, typically it's mm -hmm. 40 and up. And I wanted to be able to do something. I was already doing 49 rows. I actually started doing 49 rows, which is a fashion boutique, like a month or two before I got diagnosed. Okay. And I ended up transitioning to Survivor's Corner because I really wanted to have something where survivors can just do everything at. So styling, okay. because I truly understand what it's like to style yourself when you have tubes and drains and going all in and out. You don't want everybody in your business. And then also I wanted to have survivor wear is what we call it survivor wear to have different merchandise to kind of celebrate you because we're in this t-shirt er era and everyone likes to like celebrate you know and rep what they're doing so i wanted to have something for survivors and the caregivers okay. to be able to wear but then also to have resources for support groups and things like that because you'll be surprised that sometimes survivors do it alone and they don't know mm -hmm. they don't have a community and Sometimes they don't have family and friends to lean on. So I, I try to put different resources on there. And then I have a podcast as well. So they can lend their voice out to give tips and tricks about, you know, uh, their bout with cancer. And if it's not a survivor, because I have like doctors and nurses and whoever's connected to the cancer community, just to really just help educate mm -hmm. and enlighten the community. So that's my path to Survivor's Corner. Okay. And what's the name of your podcast? Get into it. Live chats with Kimberly Willis. Okay. Nice. Now, for a person that would like to know, can you give a detail what is Survivor's Corner and 49 Rows? Yes. Page. We'll start with my first baby, 49 Rows. That is named after my mother, her name was Rose, and she was born in 1949. So that is the story behind the name. And uh, her favorite color is blue. So in my logo, there has a, a blue rose in it. And blue rose means to attain the impossible. So it's a fashion boutique. I started off with accessories. Then I started doing handbags. And then I just went full blown and did the whole shebang with <laughs> clothes and everything. So in fact, I got one of the earrings on right now. Uh, so I always like to run nice. my brand with that. And then, um, so yeah, I started back, that back in 2017. And then I started Survivor's Corner 2021. So again, that's just the go-to place for all cancer survivors. Eventually it's going to expand to anyone who's a survivor. So domestic uh, violence okay. survivors, um, people who are dealing with teenagers, survivors, just whatever. <laughs> um, but right now we're okay. just concentrating on the cancer community to just give you a whole bunch of different resources. Okay. Now you're a fellow author as well. What led mm -hmm. you to writing a book? I'm sorry, say that again. What led you to writing a book? 
Oh, so the for my debut book, Walk Through Fire, just like how this the story I just gave with Survivor's Corner, I wanted to be able to understand what was going on with cancer and why I was going through cancer. And I was um I was having chemo and I was having what they call a down day. And a down day is after you have chemo, about two, three days later, you start to feel like you have the flu, your body ache, you're nauseous, and just the whole thing of just feeling uh, yucky. And just ironically on the TV, there was a breast cancer story and one showed a Caucasian, one showed an African-American. And one of the stats is, even though that Caucasians um, get breast cancer more, African-Americans die from it more. So the light bulb went off for me. And I was like, you know what? I need to be a wellness advocate because it's rare again for I'm under, I was under 40, 34 years old at the time of diagnosis. So I wanted to be able to really impact, you know, the African-American community and women who's under 40 to always check about themselves and just people in general, because if so, if something's wrong, you really want to go see about it. If when yeah. I found my breast cancer through self-detection, and if I did not do that, we will not be speaking today. So it's really important to do that. So that's why I'm really so gun ho on just making sure that we see about each other, um, see about mm-hmm. your body and to go forward with that. So that's how Walk Through Fire came. So it's really a my journey of what I went through with cancer to really give you the raw the raw details of everything because sometimes cancer survivors don't like to complain. I know I didn't, but I, I wanted to provide a body of work that really just shared what we really go through. Like, Hey, my nail beds were lifting and uh, my hair fell out. Just really just all of that, all of those things. But then I don't stop there. I started uh, with a devotional in it as well. So and give you light, hope, and inspiration through that. My second book is uh, called I'm Speaking, and I am featured with 80 other women, and we just have a whole bunch of positive affirmations and encouragement and quotes in there uh, just to get you through your day and your career. And my latest book that I just released last year called um, Hold on, I'm forgetting. Surviving the Cancer Journey is really dealing with cancer on the other side. So you got your active treatment and then you got your post-treatment. So I give you a 30-day guide on how to successfully transfer over with that. And it has prayers as well. Okay. Cause I know a few amazing women that have dealt with cancer and beat it. And it's amazing because you keep hearing more and more people now. So I, I dealt with it like, dang, mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing, especially in our community, these many people dealing with it that much. Right. It's more like drinking water now. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I know someone who got cancer. Like, you do? Like, wow. It's crazy. And, you know, every 29 seconds, someone in the world is diagnosed with breast cancer. And that's just wow. breast cancer. Wow. That's, that's, that's fast. Now, I do know a lot of people that are doing a lot of amazing things as yourself to try to help you because I mean there probably been stigmas before like oh you got what uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you like you got cooties or something like you ain't about to catch it <laughs> what's wrong That's with true. you no, I, I, I kind of dealt That's with true. that not necessarily the cooties but people not knowing how to approach me so I was private at first I wasn't open mm-hmm. my kids were 11 I have four kids I uh, it was raging from one years old all the way to 11 was my oldest and I wanted to protect them. Uh, my husband is a pastor. So we just wanted to really just not have additional things going on with our family. Uh, so we wanted to protect them. And I didn't become public until after I finished chemo. Okay. My kids were the first to know, then our church family. And then I was open and told everybody on social media. So I was I was really private at first with everything. and. When I became public, for one, people were shocked because I, I tried to do a good job with not letting anyone know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I already had wigs lined up. I already had my makeup artist teaching, giving me lessons on okay. how to put on lashes and how to draw my eyebrows when I had none. I had to do it from scratch, from the skin and just figure it out. Uh, so no one knew 
they just knew that I always look down at times. And, you know, I, always, I have a very infectious like personality to where I just like to smile and be energetic. But, you know, people noticed that there were days that I just didn't feel my best. So mm-hmm. like that connected once I said that. But um, once I became public, you know, some were like, uh, I don't know how to how to approach it. Or you have some people who overdo it. Hey, how are you doing? Are you okay? Can I get you anything? You're just like, no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> just, just hold on. So you kind of get both extremes. Yeah. And you have to kind of balance the two and give grace to both sides. Because sometimes when you have people who are not seeing about you, you can feel some kind of way. And you mm-hmm. just have to just give them grace because they're trying to deal with the news, just like how I'm trying to deal with the news. And then the people who are overdoing it, they just care about you. So, you know, you just, again, just try to carry grace. That's true. Just, I know whenever people have told me something bad, I'm like, okay, well, well, Tom be life and death, so you're going to be healed. You want to pray? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you like, I, I know what's going to happen, so let's go. Right. <laughs> I mean, you got to go through the process, but you're going to be coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, first question, do you really believe you're going to come out of it? Me brand ain't gonna mean nothing if you think, man, it's rap. It's been a great ride. Let me come pulling my chips. Mm-hmm. I can pray with you, but don't get taken out. Yeah, like, you believe like I believe two or more agreement. Jesus, right there, which like, oh yes. Man. Hey, you got a job? Get on it. Yes. That. <laughs> Your numbers up. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take time, but you're gonna be all right. Absolutely. And, I try to definitely pray people and try to always keep in good spirits because it sucks when you're going through something. Mm-hmm. And a strong mm-hmm. type of person, you might not want nobody to know, but it's good if you know someone will help you lean up. If you've been that one always picking others up. Sometimes even the strong needs someone. I got you. Absolutely. You just buckle. You're going to follow me. I got your back. Absolutely. You, know, you, you need this too, you know. We all yeah. need somebody. For sure. And we definitely got a few uh, comments. A recent guest of mine, Sheree, pretty awesome person. Says, hey, hey, appreciate you for tuning in. Hey. Said another way to look at bad news. There's a lesson you need to learn from and grow from it. Absolutely. And it's a sad but truth. <laughs> Absolutely. You know the lesson that I learned from having cancer? was mm-hmm. it 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 taught me about myself really how strong i am um sometimes you don't know how you're going to react until sometimes you're just in it so it showed my strength um i'm stronger than i thought i was but then it also realigned me with my purpose because you know prior to i was working uh at a job that you know i was good at and mm-hmm. you know i thought i and you know i was making impact however it wasn't my purpose and cancer realigned me with that. So now I became a wellness advocate. I partner with different organizations such as the cancer support community where I help um, different, you know, to, to give my perspective and opinions and experience to help the um, impoverished areas and disparate communities and things like that to, to make sure that we're having a better experience at the hospitals and how we approach cancer and things like that. So those are it, it's helped me to get there to where I'm really operating at my purpose at this point. Okay. Do you know Tim Song? Mm-mm. Um, good dude. He was a former guest. He's he's battled and overcame cancer. He has shows where he helps people dealing with it with his shows. If you want, I could probably know how they do in the LinkedIn inbox connected to. Yeah, it would be great. Definitely. Good dude. Good dude. All right. Ask that question. Ask that question. Now, how can they get your awesome stylist stuff that you're doing? So I want to get one. If you go on survivorscorner.net, you can go under the styling section and you can fill out the form and go from there. I also have some e-courses already, so you don't even have to wait for me. You can go ahead and pay and download uh, for that. And uh, some of it is just knowing how to accessorize. Um, 
knowing how to use makeup and things to your advantage. Sometimes people shy away from things like, I don't want to wear nothing artificial. Like, listen, it's your choice. I'm really all about choices because at first when lashes came out, well, lashes has been around for decades, but it just yeah. kind of came back again, you know, over the last few years. And I wasn't for it because I thought they looked like little butterflies <laughs> all on your, you know, because some people wear yeah, real gaudy. <laughs> and okay. that's so just not my way. style. I wanted to really make them look natural. That was like my not thing. But, you know, when I uh, got introduced to them, I haven't looked back. Okay. <laughs> so I started going bigger and bigger. I haven't gotten too big, but, you know, it just really has opened up my eyes with, you hey. know, how I style myself and things like that. So I really love styling different people. I did it with 49 Rolls as well. So like that website is getting rebuilt right now, but you could do it over okay. at Virus Corner. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'll say I'm a nut because I'm a musician, but I'm a firm believer. And whatever you need to do to make you be awesome when you step out. Yes. And so wig on, whatever, do what you do. Mm hmm Because, you know, the one that you made for might say, hey, pretty thing, what's your name? Come here, girl. <laughs> oh, I, I got a wig. I don't care. I, I like purple and black too. You're gonna get those two. Come here and keep the party going. <laughs> you know, so do what you gotta do. Yeah, our, our motto at 49 Rose, you know, if you look good, you're gonna feel good. And that was one of the things that helped me, especially with cancer. When I was able to put on that wig and wear my makeup and you couldn't tell that I was bald underneath, it did something for me. It made me feel normal. It still mm. made me feel like I was a woman still. And not saying that you're not when you're bald, but I mean, just my own for what I needed at that time was 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 great. Yeah. Now, God forbid, if I go through cancer again, I think I'll have a combination of being bald one day, wearing this hairstyle the next <laughs> okay. day, wearing a short do the next day. I'm gonna have nice. some real fun. But okay. you know, again, it's it's really all about preferences. And when I have consultation with people who wants to do a one on one, I really try to find what fits you. I don't do what fits me or the next person, you really have to feel comfortable because at the end of the day, I want you to feel good about how you look and feel about yourself. Absolutely. Cause it's a, it's a chip on your armor. You I mean, you I mean, most people think cancer, I'm going to die. Like, no, you can live. So mm -hmm. you got to deal with that mental anguish. And then your appearance, like, man, I was the baddest thing. Now look at me like, Hey, but you still are. It's just yeah. going to be wax on wax off. I'm going to take, take a minute. But you you know, it, it can do something for you. I, I give a shout out to my husband, LT Willis. He's also a fellow author as well, okay. as well. And he always told me that I was beautiful. Awesome. And I believed it. My brother-in-law, he also did that as well. Every time he, he greeted me, he was like, hey, beautiful. And that just did something for me because, you know, again, just when you're going through so much, especially when you start losing your hair, you know, I was prepared to lose my hair. I wasn't prepared to lose my eyebrows and lashes and everything else. So like that threw me off because I, for me, I didn't want to look sick. So gotcha. when I started to do that, it really bothered me. So just having my community be there for me was everything. There's still some good bros out here. You know, people say, ain't none. It's some out here. Yes. You know, they rapping for the good cast. <laughs> Got a few comments, then read it. It's crazy that God has put you in situations to bring you close to him. It's your time with God and building that relationship. Absolutely. And she loved makeup as well. All right. We got to connect. <laughs> silly. Silly and good people. Here we go. Mm -hmm. We reached a moment where time to market, promote your stuff. You know you've been doing it, but it's a segment for you to just throw all everything out there. Yes, um, I actually have something special for your audience and okay. mine as well. So if you go on survivorscorner.net, we have our hoodie sale. So they're at 50% off. So typically they're either between 40 to like $45. They're half off of that. So you want to catch up on that and catch on the deal. So it's still cold outside. If you're here in Michigan Man. or in the Midwest, it's still cold. So Man. go on ahead and get you a hoodie. <laughs> oh, it's it's day warm. <laughs> There's no cold needed. So you just got to just go ahead and get it. So we have um, sizes from small to uh, up to 3X on some of them, but mostly up to 2X. And it's unis most of it's unisex. I do have some female stuff as okay. well. 
I definitely appreciate that. And my audience appreciate it. Go check it out. 50% of that's government cheese, baby. Go get that. Yes. Let's be at Wayne State getting my degree for free. Like, this government cheese. What you mean you ain't taking no class? <laughs> Man, I don't want to be in school all day, but you say you sick of doing this. You ain't making no sense. Yes, the hoodie's about a pack of chicken right now because you know chicken is high these days. So (laughs) you can get a a hoodie do multiple times instead of just getting that pack of chicken for that one time. Inflation like Debo, like what what you got on my my food? Like what? Right. $50 don't get you like, oh, I got a buggy and a half. You might have maybe half of it full. Like Mm -hmm. $50, man. Or like me, get a few things. Man, it's like too bad. What the? It's crazy. Bull crap. <laughs> Got to shop at three different stores just to get a deal. <laughs> Dollar Tree stock. I probably need stock in that because I'm pretty sure everybody go there. Like, hey, we found people a little too good, but hey, it don't matter as long as you get it. You know, get out of that. Well, I need to have the name, Mr. Name Brand. As long as you got what you need. Absolutely. That's all that really matters. <laughs> I don't know who you're trying to stunt for, but. I'm trying to I'm trying to make the spaghetti. So give, give me that right there in that corner. Let me get mm-hmm. that. Keep it moving. Three dollars, thank you. <laughs> We're playing around. <laughs> Anything else you got? You selling? Um, so I yeah, so I have everything. So like I have the e-courses on there again with the styling sessions going on. If you need one-on-one, that's also available as well. Um, for I still have some 49 rolls products. So if you go on my Instagram pages, um, so that is 49 rolls fashion, and that's the number 49 rolls fashion. You can see some of the things that I have on there or DM me. I still have some things that is as low as ten dollars on there. Um, so and I have a lot of small, so all of my small sisters that's out there. I got you. Um, but I do also have some for my curvy ladies as well. So you know, you can check on that page or even on Facebook as well, 49 Rolls, and I'll take care of you. Awesome. Pretty and awesome. then my books, too. I forgot about to say, I can't forget all of the books. You got to get the books. I told you. That's what I'm like. Hey, what, come on now. Come on. Yes, you got to get the books. So, look, I got not one, not two, but three. So, go ahead and get, you can start off with one. Or you can, actually, you know what? I even have a package to where you can get all three books for a, a discounted price. As well as uh, if you wanted to throw a shirt on there, I have a bundle with that as well. Awesome. And finally, I didn't mention this because, again, since my website is rebranding uh, uh, for 49 Rose, I sell perfume for men and women, too. So okay, I got you there as well. It's called Refresh. It smells amazing. Um, the one for the men, the women love to wear that, too. So it's kind of unisex. Um, but trust me, it smells really nice. Okay. Anything else? No rush? That's it. That's That's it. Okay. Might be two more books coming. Might be two more books coming. You can book me for a speaking engagement. Um, For my first lady hat, I have a conference that's coming up called Refuel. So if you're interested in that too, follow me on my social media channels. So Kim Willis on on Facebook. You you can follow me on Survivor's Corner. I'll get you to the right channel. But uh, we have some dynamic speakers that's coming on. So I'm really excited about that. So as you see, I'm a woman of many hats. So Mm -hmm. my mom, (laughs) wife, first lady, author, entrepreneur, speaker, I do it all. So, you know, hey, book me. Now, what is the experience like for you being a first lady? The experience? Mm Mm-hmm. It's been good, you know. Again, so like, just to put things in perspective, the day, the the month that I found my lump mm-hmm. for breast cancer was also the same month my husband was called the pastor. I didn't know until May, so that was in February. Found out I had cancer in May because you know I was working like a dog. You know how when you you work in corporate America and and <laughs> you don't take care of yourself. And it took a while to get to the doctor's office, but I finally, you know, got diagnosed in May. But, you know, once my church family and shout out to New Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church in Inkster, once they found out what was going on, they really loved on me. And they, they loved on me on the beginning, but they really 
loved on me. They gave me an appreciation right after that. And I really appreciated. So like, not only did I de dealt with cancer, my parents also dealt with cancer. So again, I was diagnosed in May of 2017. My dad's bladder cancer came back like August, September of 2017. He died March, 2018. My mother was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer in March of 2018, the same month he died. And then she died 82 days later. So my appreciation was a few weeks prior to her death. So it was just a lot going on. So my, the church family really has loved on me, not only on my own journey, but mm -hmm. they loved on my parents. They loved on my mom. Um, she was open about her cancer diagnosis to our church family as well. And they loved on her too. Uh, when both of my parents passed, they uh, made sure that they fed my family, even my extended family. I, I really appreciate awesome. them. Um, awesome. I, I just love them. Yeah, I do life together and look out for each other. It's, yes. Life can get hard. And Absolutely. you never know if you need help. So mm -hmm. you never had your nose up in the sky like, oh, adversity in the devil. He slaps everybody. Mm-hmm. You get slapped, hope you got people to help you up, pray with you, shake it off, and put your foot on this throne, keep moving. Yeah. So if you don't, he's gonna talk to you like you suck, just, just give up. Stop trying. Don't listen to that crap. Yeah. <laughs> you got purpose I try to be a down-to-earth first lady. You know, I try to be relatable. You know, I, I try not to feel like I'm not approachable. I feel like all of God's children needs to be that, especially if you want to reach those who are lost and, and do not mm -hmm. know Christ like that, or who has even experienced church hurt. You really have to oh, make sure right. that you are relatable. You can still live a godly lifestyle and still be relatable at the same time. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I really try to, to make sure I do that. And I'm very hands-on as well. So I, I'm the worship leader as well. So I sing every week. Okay. <clears throat> um, and help again the women's uh, ministry with different programs and whatever else that my husband may need. So if he is something needs to get done, I'm doing that as well. So um, I try to do as much as I much as I can. My children serve as well. My daughter sings along with me, as well as my son who plays the drums. So I'm just waiting to see what the younger two are going to do. So we don't know just yet, but the older two are serving. Awesome. So. What has been your biggest challenge on this journey? I, I guess besides cancer. Really dealing with the after effects of cancer because it's not over after you have went through active treatment. So in my case, I have to take this one breast cancer drug for at least 10 years. And it has its own set of side effects. It's basically, if you look it up, some sometimes they'll call it, it's like a chemo pill. So it's like you're still on chemo in a sense. Okay. So just dealing with that because when I did have real chemo that destroys both your good and your bad cells. So my body is still even six years out is still trying to recoup different things. I still have chronic pain. I developed asthma after the cancer. So it's just, it's been crazy. And I, I got it around COVID too. So I started breathing funny. I was like, all right, Lord, I know this ain't COVID, but what is going on? So I found out it wasn't like, uh, 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 a lung issue or anything like that. Like, a, um, I can't even think of the name right now. It's, it's escaping me, but ended up being asthma. And so I'm just trying to just really just get my health together. So I'm able to be a little bit more impactful. I wanted to, to, to try to really go hard on my businesses so I can, can do that. But really in this season, I'm just trying to be the best mom, wife, uh, first lady and entrepreneur that I can be. There's still a lot of work to be done. Mm -hmm. God has kept me around to keep going. So I want to just keep doing some more impact work and keep um, encouraging, inspiring people. That's that's my mission and goal and, and to do it to the point of transformation. Well, you're, you're doing a phenomenal job. Thank you. Thank you experience so far. All right. In your words, what has been your impact? Oh, my impact has been to encourage people who has went through a rough patch in their life and to not give up. 
to keep fighting and to keep going. I had some testimonials that came back to me. One was, Mm -hmm. she told me that if she was to ever get cancer, she would never do chemo. She was a nurse and she knows what it does to your body and she didn't want to subject herself to it. But after seeing how I dealt with it and my outlook to it, because cancer is more than physical, it's mental as well. She said that she would fight. And that was just enough right there. Just to know that she would have the will to fight was was amazing. Um, I saw how my books have impacted people, even though that it talks about cancer, Walk Through Fire in particular. It just gives you principles on how to deal with trials and tribulations. So you don't have to have cancer to go through trials and tribulations. People are going through financial heartaches. People are going through their kids going astray. People are dealing with this. They doing dealing with that. And it's really giving you life tools to help you see the next day because you know life is tough. Life be life in you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, like, a, that's a new term life be life. Life be life in and you know you really need to make sure you have a community and make sure that you have tools and affirmations, but then most importantly, have a prayer life and a relationship with God to do that. You know, if you, you know, have another uh, type of faith, you know, kudos to you. But for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. And that is what has helped me to not only impact my walk with, with Christ and, but to help impact others as well. I mean, I don't lean on someone because this stuff get tough. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It really does. When thoughts start talking like you're all alone, no one mm-hmm. cares. You gotta block that out. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Right. right here. I'm gonna be all right. It sucks, but I'm get through this. Mm-hmm. I've even had other people. I've even had other people who was like, you know. If you went through your own thing with cancer, you had your both of your parents die within a year, yeah. you've had asthma issues. And then, of course, if you are dealing with any illness, you're dealing with finances to some capacity because, you know, if you got short term disability, if you got critical illness, which I highly promote that you have and, and make sure you get life insurance and things like that. You know, it gets hard. <laughs> so it's like it you, you got to have all those things to just try to keep going with everything. It's just a yeah. lot. You got to be mentally tough and not quit because you can probably get through it. Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest battle because the devil always comes for you in your mind. He don't come for you yeah. while you just sitting there chilling. And that's easy. Mm-hmm. But people have self-doubt and all that stuff up in here. Yeah. That's when I started saying, dang, you got a point. I ain't really had no good breaks lately, blah, blah. Nah. As you say, no, no, shut up. I'm all, all right. right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm the water right to me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I even say to me, like, you ain't with what Jesus went through. Calm down. Right. <laughs> Calm down. I don't think you want to take that type of beat down for people. It's just like you stuck. <laughs> so calm down. You know, and think that that helps me too. And just to even know that there's someone that is going through something worse than you. Like even with your combination of blows, someone got it worse than that. So, you know, when I get done with my little pity party, because it's okay to have human moments. Yeah. The, the, the thing out. is to not stay in it. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta bounce back yes. uh, from that. And you also, I, I, it's really important to, again, I keep talking about community. You want to have other people that got your back too. You know what I'm saying? You can't have other people in your camp yeah. that is supporting you in this pity party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, you can't. Like, Life can be hard and it could throw you in a t- depressive state. You need people to help you get out of that. Yeah. I mean, they can probably sit there. All right, I get 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one. Get it out. Yeah. But at 31, <laughs> it's just time to do, do the rock elbows, dust the road. It's just time to start going to work. Yeah. Put your foot on the devil's throat and walking. Get through it. Mm-hmm. Cause if you sit there, you start getting comfortable. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just so bad. No one knows. Yeah, yeah. Let me just keep 
Nah, you don't get comfortable in that. No, 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 no. Right. Mm-hmm. Get up. People gotta listen. You know, it's too many people committing suicide and and things like that. And yes. sometimes they be like, "Man, check on your strong friends." No, sometimes we just gotta listen. Like sometimes mm-hmm. people will throw hints, and True. if we're always so concerned about ourselves all the time and not really listening to others, you can miss it. And not, and not to throw it on anybody. It's just to say f- that we can all do better with being more mm-hmm. aware about what's going on because. A strong person is not going to just always flat out say, I'm hurting. Oh, no. You know what hey, I'm saying? When I was in high school, I attempted suicide for a week. And no boys would be talking like, no one cares about you. Just just do it. But man, you got a purpose. God going to tell you. And he will meet you where you are. Because I laugh mm-hmm. to this day. Me against the world album by Tupac saved my life. Wow. Put the knife down and go play that. Now we all know that album ain't the, the cleanest stuff to be listening to. But, but it got you through. He, hey, this way you at. So go and play pot and calm down. You're mm-hmm. gonna be all right. And I ain't tried after that week no more. Yeah. So I understand when people say, Yeah, you might feel no one's listening, understanding, but go get help. Go talk to somebody. Yeah. Let people know. But sometimes they don't. They're like, you seem all right to me, me. How I know you ready to jump off a ledge. You, mm-hmm. you ain't showing nothing that's saying you're, something's wrong. And that right. be the ones that just really break people down. Like they went about their day. They would help people. So I didn't know they were like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, definitely it's okay to get help or talk to somebody. Yeah, get absolutely. Ready. Listen, you can have theology and a therapist. It's all right to have both. <laughs> and wrong yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with it at all. Yes. Shout out to Yolanda saying hello. Appreciate checking in. And that's something our community has been a thing like, you're going to a therapist? So you're crazy? No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You need to talk to someone. You go talk to your pastor, they act in the role of a therapist. Mm-hmm. They had to go get some training so they understand how to help you. When you yes. raise a... a I'm 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 sick of my wife, my husband. They got one more time. Leave that seat down. I'm gonna throw a pan down. I'm like, whoa, 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 hey, calm down, time out. Where all this anger coming from? Yeah, it's just a seat. Now they do it on purpose. Like they're not against you. They're not mm-hmm. your enemy. You gotta learn to talk them down. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think support groups has been amazing as well. So, you know, when I was going through my journey. I did support groups before I did therapy and I almost wish I did the support group while I was in active treatment. I really just didn't think about it. I was just trying to live. <laughs> so, I, 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 I got to go to support hey, group. Hey, I don't think about it. You gotta do. <laughs> so, fight, fight. but when I finally got to the support groups and shout out to, there's so many amazing organizations such as Gilda's Club, Living Brave Through Breast Cancer. It's just so many that's out there. Um, they, I, I, I truly felt that I wasn't by myself. There were other people, even if our cancers wasn't necessarily the same, mm-hmm. but just the feeling of going through cancer and going through treatments, it mm-hmm. just felt really good because I was able to relate to somebody that my family could not do. They can empathize all day long, but they really couldn't understand what I was going through. So the support groups really help. And then I just took it a step further and I got a therapist and I got a Christian therapist and it's been amazing. So, you know, and you could always change until you find the right fit too, just because you tried one therapist. If someone's not gelling with you, plenty out here. Another one. It's plenty. <laughs> it's like the doctors. I switch them too if they ain't right. You know, because again, they have to be able to hear you. You have to be able to advocate for yourself. And if they're not listening to you. Yeah, they got to go. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I had someone like that. I want the power bomb. Well, <laughs> you're taking the blood pills because you need to lose weight. Like, I'm already working on that. So, you just basically calling me fat and lazy. <laughs> That's your diagnosis right now. And I'm not choking you. What type of doctor are you, man? <laughs> the nurse was more nicer and helpful than you. Like, yeah, I can't come back to this dude. I'm, 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 I'm gonna lose that Jesus. Like, I, I know 
look away. <laughs> They're crossing lines. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely know. want one that's going to give you the honest truth, but then also give you options as well. So, yeah. Have compassion. Yeah, absolutely. Good bedside manner. Man, ain't like people purposely trying to eat themselves to death or whatever they're going through. Right. Mm-hmm. And helping someone they know that hey you you can come on the other side. I know it's going to be a process, but you right. can get through. I got you. Let's go. I'm like, okay. They're not lying. They really all right. I do it. Because sometimes you need that hype man like hammerhead. Mm-hmm. Like you can do this. Like, come on, I know it's hard, but you can do it. Come on, get up. You can do it. Everybody ain't got that. Right. And it can be just that simple. Like, hey. How are you day today? Like, dang, no one's ever greeted me like that. And that can have such a positive impact on them. The little things make a major impact. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Last question. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? For someone who's trying to find their purpose, mm-hmm. for one, I will always say to pray about that to really make sure that you are going to get confirmation about what that is. The next thing is your purpose is something that's natural. Something that you don't necessarily have to really work at. You know, we all have a natural gift in something and to operate in that purpose is to do it unapologetically to allow yourself to be used and to believe yourself that you can do it. Sometimes, you know, you'd be like, it's me. Like, you want me to do this? Like, like we think about about Moses and God gave him this task and he was like, me, are you sure? I don't know about that. Um, Sometimes when you are operating your in your gift, you know, I, one of my favorite scriptures is that your gift will make room for you okay. as your rooms start to get bigger. Sometimes it can get scary. And then sometimes that self-doubt and things will try to, to get, get in your head or that nagging voice in your head will try to mm-hmm. take you away from that. You got to get back down to the basics and know the tools that you have been given, know what you have to offer and to just operate it and into it and to not be afraid to fail. To operate in your purpose means you're going to have some moments that you're going to fail, but it's all designed for you to get to that success moment. So it's okay to fall down. That's for you to learn, to, to, to get extra tools, to get a little bit better because again, experience university is very rich. It's a free university. It comes with a cost. It comes with a different cost. It's not monetary, but sometimes right it's emotional cost. It comes with, you know, just spiritual cost, all of that stuff. So, you know, continue just to believe in yourself and to not give up on those things. And I feel like I'm preaching to choir because, you know, I'll be going through as an entrepreneur, sometimes things be rough and you'd be like, man. And, you know, I have to remind myself about how impactful that my story can be and what your story can be when you are operating in that. So don't give up on your your purpose. Operate on it and pray on it if you're kind of confused on what it could be. Hey, I was going to be happy to get to episode 22, season one, January 22. Like, hey, that's pop bottle. You did a little something. Mm-hmm. But you know, God be like, nah, you need to help more people. So you need to go engage people. I don't like people. Stranger danger. What you mean? Now you need to engage more people, talk to them, and really be transparent. People in my business, time out. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking about me? Yeah, and he talked. Because God don't be caring. He on, he on, that, on that jazz like 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to be doing ABCD. I don't care what you're talking about. That's what you need to be doing. And to get to where we are now with this season 10 premiere, like, wow. Just by I, being I obedient. A lot of people. That's my belief that it has helped a lot of people so far. As mm-hmm. people. Even mm-hmm. I had to get out of my comfort. The Lord mm-hmm. knows. Mm. I don't like to talk about me. Right. Not not not, not, not awesome stuff. Like, I mean, so somebody know that. Look at me funny. <laughs> But it's going to help people. 
All major companies that are big today had small beginnings. You know, you got some that started out of a garage. Mm -hmm. um, I was just reading about um, Netflix, about how they had uh, many failed business models. And they finally got it right. And look at them today. Like, I remember, like, I was a- The CDs know, coming to mail. My homeboy had like, what is that you got? It's Netflix. And I, I thought Netflix was almost kind of like Redbox. I was like, I don't want to yeah. do that. <laughs> but now, you yeah. know, movies started going on there. And then it started to have more credibility. And then now it's really a household name to where almost everybody has it today. So they just had to keep- figuring it out they didn't give up on it to it until they figured out what it is so you just got to keep going and be on and deal with those uncomfortable moments and stretch yourself with that yeah because you do learn a lot once you go through it mm -hmm. it makes you stronger and you find people asking you for guidance like i ain't a i ain't a vet like man you 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 look easy like you think what i'm doing is easy man i had to learn out the mud well, how did what is a who? How do I? Okay. <laughs> I used to feel weird giving advice sometimes, especially on business at times, because I felt that I wasn't qualified enough. But then I was wrong because like, I was able to say this, 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 this. And I'm like, man, wait a minute. I can actually charge for this because I know I had to pay to get this information. So, you know, don't, don't belittle yourself to thinking that you don't know anything. Yes, there might be people that, that might know more than you, but you know more than other people as well. And sometimes people are connected and assigned to you to where you're able to help them. So don't discount yourself. See, you said that connected and assignment, man. That was a passion. You have to use type of code words, man. <laughs> we were doing good on show. Everything is in divine order, you know? It's just, it is. I mean... The, the connections that I have made with people, even if it's if it's through networking or mm. um, people who has introduced me who's going through cancer or if it's through church, it has always been a divine connection and has created amazing God moments or, or things that are just to help either my business or their business. It's just you just never know, because, again, Someone may not know to use a particular app and then that person knows. And then that just really helps. We were just talking at the beginning of the show. We both use this platform to do podcasts and we were both telling things that we both didn't know about the, the streaming thing. Dang. And that's really what it's all about. Yeah. When you share information and things. It's about helping each other win. I really do not believe in the crabs in a barrel mentality. Nah. Nah. We got to help. Like we got to get out of that. You know, yeah. like, we, we really do. We, we have to help encourage and motivate each other and to not be afraid to pay the cost, the real cost without a discounted price <laughs> for certain Absolutely. things, you know, because uh, we always want the hookup at times. Absolutely. And, you know, that type of support, you know, would just help take you to the next level. And you just never know. Like, I have a list. I ask God, hey, if you do this for me, I've already wrote down 20 to 30 businesses that I want to reach my hand back and start blessing when I get to a certain level. So I pray that that manifests. So then I'm able to pay it forward and to do it. And so then if they have the desire to, to do the same, because I want to see us all win. I'm with you on There's that. enough room. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm building my own broadcast network slowly. It's going to be different people talking about different stuff. There you go. It's going to be there at some point. Well, I hope you had a great time with the middle ground. I did. Awesome. You gave that Yoda game that I'd be needing. Cause you know, tell you guys, roll out the red carpet, make you feel comfortable because that last question, I need that. What is the meaning of life type knowledge, you know? Mm -hmm. and, it's, and I know whoever hit a replay up here in the live, like, hmm, I could play something I just heard tonight. So I definitely want to thank the amazing speaker, Survivor Stylist, CEO, owner of Survivor's Corner and 49 Rows, author Kimberly Willis, being the first guest of season 10. Wow. That's amazing. How <laughs> <laughs> fun we just had. Yes. Really great guest tomorrow. Check out Ground Floor where we have the panel type conversation for all topics, which is growing as its own as well. 
Oh, Bears, oh, happy St. Patty's Day if people do that. Be safe. I'm going to check out March Madness in a little bit after I put all this together. And all right. Yo, you can just share your hookup now because it was on your Facebook and YouTube. That was pretty old. Pretty yes. So, yeah, you guys can, again, follow me on survivorscorner.net. You can go on all of my channels, Survivors Corner on YouTube, as well as on Survivor, I mean, on Survivors Corner, <laughs> on Facebook, <laughs> as well as Instagram as well. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on all channels. So if you want to hit me up at the women's conference or you just want to get a book, I'm your girl. So I look forward to seeing you guys in the future. And get Till that next. 50% off hoodie. Yeah, get those hoodies, 50% off. I got you friends on Instagram. Not sure. I'm sorry. Are we friends on Instagram? Yes, we are. Okay, cool. And make sure. Till next time, everybody. Have a good one. Detroit.